0: Hello, all you people out there. Welcome back to the Rose Bros Podcast. This episode, we're joined by Mike Rutherford, president of Rundle EcoServices for part three of our ongoing conversation. We sat down for a smooth cup of Rose Bros coffee and got an update on Rundle EcoServices, Mike's thoughts on some opportunities in the energy industry for green business models, and learn more about an exciting new product that Rundle has launched. So after the episode, check out rundleco.com for more information. Also, this week's podcast is brought to you by A1 e-commerce. Looking to grow your business online? A1 can help grow your business through a website or an e-commerce storefront. Let A1 help tell your entrepreneurial story and reach millions of new customers. Check out A1Dev.ca today for more details on how you can grow your business. Should we start? Giddy up. Mike Rutherford. Hello.
1: Hello, Trev.
0: Thanks again for doing this.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks again for having me for the third time.
0: We should take a moment to acknowledge our setting right now. We are currently sitting in the Bears Paw Golf Course Clubhouse, enjoying the view.
1: In the Wayne Stevenson room. I'm fortunate enough to be a member out here. It's a beautiful room in the new clubhouse. Doesn't get much better in Calgary than this. Makes us want to get out and and hit a few balls.
0: Yeah. Why do not you give us an update on rundle ecoservices how are things going
1: good yeah it's been a long breakup last time we chatted in uh, January it was busy uh from there on into to break up into to March, but because of the weather and the rain the, the breakup's been really long We're back at it now the fracking is is strong very busy looks like it's going to be a good q three q four and Q1.
0: Things are going really well with Rundle.
1: Yeah, they're doing, doing pretty good. The, the market there is, is somewhat capped, there's so, only so much that, that you can harvest. Uh, we get our fair share, so we're, we're happy about that.
0: For anyone that is listening for the first time, maybe a quick update or explanation. What is Rundle Eco Services?
1: Rundle right now is harvesting large volumes of post industrial plastic. Linear low density polyethylene used in liners for temporary water reservoirs in the fracking process. When you're fracking, you need a lot of water on demand. That they're either supply or buffer tanks, and we are harvesting that uh, material, processing it now. Majority of it in Alberta with Polyag with Dan Zimbel that you had on the on the pod earlier and that's into pellets now. That's a big, big accomplishment for us since the last time that we chatted. Those pellets are being sold on the spot market right now, but they're in a form that we can potentially make something with them, and that was what our goal was, to find a a finished product. Working with University of Alberta, the multifunctional composite labs there, Dr. Aranchi, have uh, some great ideas there. Uh, as an example, using the recycled polyethylene with short nanocarbon fibers to make a strengthening rod like a rebar that could go into composite lumber, making the composite lumber more industrial and stronger. Originally, our idea was that we would use those those strengthened, fortified composite planks to make access matting, which are currently made out of wood. With the market, we've talked to uh, guys in the market, and the market wants to have an alternative to wood for the obvious reasons that they don't want to be cutting down trees, wooden mats, the attrition rate on them, they, they get moldy. They wear out pretty fast. They're they're expensive because of the the price of lumber right now. So the market was looking for an alternative, and that's how we got into looking at potentially making composite mats. And that has led us uh, into what we want to talk about today.
0: That's the next phase. So what's new with Rundle?
1: Well, what's new and exciting is that we recently have got a joint venture with Alberta's largest rubber tire recycler, and we are in the JV manufacturing rubber recycled rubber composite matting to compete with the wood mats. They're much more durable. They're made out of 100% recycled rubber, Roughly 150 tires per mat, steel fortification in them. The manufacturer's been making a form of these mats for a while, and we've adapted those to be more geared towards the pipeline, oil business, mining business. Once their duty cycle is up, they are recyclable as well. Where in the wooden mats, a lot of the wooden mats either get burnt or go in the landfill. Tough to recycle
0: the new product is made from recycled plastic or rubber tires as well. If I'm correct, it's 165 tires that go into a new access mat?
1: Depending on the thickness of the mat, it averages, I'd say about 150 tires. We haven't really determined what the life cycle of these mats are, and there's similar types of mats made by the, my partners in service that have been in service for 10 years. The other advantage of them is that they can be repaired in the field. So if it's super durable, they're more expensive than wooden mats, but they don't depreciate like a wooden mat. So potentially that when uh, a buyer of the mats are done with them, there is a residual value to the mat. There is a market for those mats. And that, I think that's more than enough to cover what the spread is between the wood and the the rubber.
0: So you're in an elevator. Potential buyer comes up to you and you have to explain to them in your 32nd elevator pitch why they should buy the new Rundle mats. What would you tell them?
1: They're more durable. They replace wood that we're not cutting down trees to put into service into the oil business. Roughly, the, the market for wooden mats is a million mats. And they, they weigh anywhere between 800 and 1,000 pounds. You know, you do the math, a million times 1,000 pounds is a lot of wood. I think the biggest advantage is the durability, that they last longer. The, one of the, the other feedback that we got from the market is that the wooden mats, you can't identify them there's there's no serial numbers or tags or anything on there where on the rubber mats we do that, so we tag them with a serial number barcode with our uh, contact information on there so that's that's another huge advantage so you 're going to be able to do your inventory with a um, a scanner, maybe even on your phone i haven't figured that out yet, but Potentially, that's, a, that's another advantage.
0: What types of companies will use these mats or who's a potential purchaser for the product? Well, that's what I've
1: discovered or what my observation of the matting market is, it's the 80-20 or 80% of the mats sold are sold to 20% of the market. Primarily, right now, pipeline guys. But also into rental companies, the wooden the wooden mat rental business is strong. We're not going to compete in that. that. We'll leave that up to the rental companies. Mining is another big market that we haven't really explored yet. We've just got this going now with the help of you with the website that we're able to market this. And the guys at the top of our list are going to be the TMXs, the Peminas, Kieras, Horizon, and then then get into see if the rental guys are interested in buying them and putting them in their rental fleet.
0: We're talking Western Canada, U.S.
1: No, U.S. Not yet. Right now, we'll just concentrate on our network and the, and what we know here in Western Canada.
0: Why expanded the new products at Rundle?
1: there was a need for diversifying the, the business, that we've proved our eco-capitalism theory like what we talked about on the last pod. The eco-capitalism simply being do the right thing, but make a cash flow, and have a decent rate of return to your shareholders. We've capped out what we believe that market is right now. The plastic recycling pays the bills, and sets us up for getting into new ventures. We've looked at a number of things. Thanks to you, a lot of doors open through the pod. Explored a lot of things, like your pod with Corey Dostal at Ascend. We're still working with him. We've helped each other out there. That business is going really well for Corey. But it's not really, for us, water treatment wasn't, didn't really make a lot of sense. Very specific, a lot of competition. With doing the research, that's what led us, research on the composite mats, that's what led us to uh, finding the rubber.
0: The idea is to give back to the environment and make a little bit of money at the same time. Your experience surrounds the uh, energy industry and whatnot. Is there one product or problem that you see is larger than the rest and that you are kind of angling towards it seems like a bigger opportunity than the rest or are you kind of doing that already <laughs> like
1: the low-hanging fruit yeah that's what the mats are that's why when we're looking to manufacture something a product then you look for that low-hanging fruit and the mats are because it's, it's a huge market roughly two to three hundred thousand mats per year attrition
0: Wasted gone landfill,
1: yeah, so that's about as low hanging fruit as you can get, and um, we know it, we know them, we know the not so much the matting business, but we know the oil business, and we've got a good network in the oil business we're always looking for something to add on we've got some other things that potentially that uh, are going to work out we won't get into now that complement what we're doing and continue that diversification.
0: What's the biggest problem you see in the energy industry right now in terms of waste? Is there, other than the mats, is there something that you wish you guys could tackle?
1: That's a good question. The the two biggest ones are emissions and water. Water being tailing ponds, dealing with the solids in the tailing ponds and separating that. And that's what Corey's doing with ascent.
0: And then emissions would be a carbon capture sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, right. Like what Questor, like Audrey was doing at Questor. Incineration. There is, I won't say who, but there is a company that's under the radar that's doing well with that on a sundry. That we're in contact with and uh, haven't really had the time to pursue that, but those are the two obvious ones. And what we had talked about in January—that what about the ESG and what ESG means to the market?
0: Really, ESG, not the fake stuff that people market. Yeah,
1: I, I think I think you can now separate ESG into abstract and absolute. And what you're talking about is the abstract, and what I talk about is the absolute, which is a line item on a financial statement. And how do you translate that, your good deeds, into that line item that proves that you're doing the right thing? And right now, the only way that I can recognize that is on CO2 credits. So that is the other part of the tangible ESG is carbon offsets, whatever that means. What does that mean? <laughs> is, it, is it a carbon credit? Carbon offsets is basically for guys that burn a lot of diesel, so like the pumpers and the drillers and the truckers that somehow that they're able to prove that they're contributing to CO2 emissions by technology on the engines or the other thing that seems to be getting popular is tree planting for carbon offsets. And it's and the the whole net zero by now 2035 – that Trudeau said he pushed it up by 15 years, that one thing that makes sense is to uh, plant more trees.
0: Shout out to planting trees.
1: Shout out to Rose Bros. <laughs> <laughs> The smooth Rose Bros for planting a tree for every bag of coffee they sell.
0: It's a small contribution, but... It's better than no contribution. And I think you can't argue with tree planting no matter what side of the debate you're on. Right.
1: Every tree counts.
0: Yeah. And that's also something Rundle's looking into.
1: Yeah, that's. uh, I don't want to get into that right now. I think that's um, something we can talk about in maybe the fourth podcast. Stay stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Cool. Well, that's a summary. That's an update on Rundle.
1: If we do have any listeners that are interested in getting pricing on the Rundle mats, we're calling them Rundle Ram mats. They can either go to our website, rundleco.com, or see me on LinkedIn, YouTube, DM, and we would uh, love to talk to you about this.
0: Awesome. I really appreciate you giving the listeners an update on Rundle how things are going, where the business is headed and check in for part four next time on maybe uh, the future of the business and where it's headed in a few months. So Excellent. Well, thanks again for having me, Trent. Good to see you. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you liked what you heard, check out rosebros.ca where we will have upcoming shows. Until next time, happy coffee drinking.